Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast, ResRoots. We are back. It is me, Will, and we have two special guests. Um, do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Uh, my name is Tina. I am a staff here at Indian Bible College, and I am here with my husband. My name is Luke. Um, yeah, I'm the husband. <laughs> <laughs> the hubby. Yeah. Um, my friend. Yeah. Me. The support. He's, he's, just, he's just my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what <clears throat> tribe are you guys? I am a Navajo. I'm from Denahoto, Arizona. Um, just 30 minutes from Kienta. Um, another 30 minutes of the Four Corners. And... Originally grew up there and moved out to Flagstaff about nine years ago to start my first year at Indian Bible College as a student. Yeah. I'm half Zuni and half Pima. Um, I grew up down in Hill River area and then I came up here for school and just never left. So can you tell us a little about yourselves, how you came to the Lord, and then how you um, found out about about IBC? Uh, well, I definitely grew up in um, on the reservation uh, where it was out of nowhere, basically. And um, my mom was a single parent, uh, middle child of seven. And, uh, you know, the typical grandma raising us and um, father did not know. And um, it wasn't until after my grandma passed away, um, who was such a strong believer and had left a, like a legacy, um, also felt like God left with her. And so I think it was when I felt empty and alone and kind of depressed that she was gone. And, um, you know, my mom wasn't there to be a mom. And so it was kind of a dark time for me, but thankfully the Lord used, um, my youth pastor and, um, she, he had, he reached out to our youth the youth in our community and invited us to the Ron Hatchcraft um, Warrior Leadership Summit. And I think that's when I've really understood what it means to have a relationship with Jesus. And that was very attracting and felt like God just hugged me and, I, you know, like a welcome home, you know, you're, I, I want you, you're my daughter um, you no longer have to do this by yourself. And, and that's when I decided to follow him and commit my life to him. And after graduating high school, I had more of a path going t towards business administrative at Dine College. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah. Dine. <laughs> yeah, I was real Dine. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, uh, but I just felt God's um, I guess what broke God's heart because I was in a place that there wasn't a whole lot of um, Christian influence, um, anyone really following Christ. And and I just seen the darkness that happens on the Navajo Reservation. And um, really, I think that's when God broke my heart for my people and seeing how much they you know, they could have this freedom and life with Jesus and um, the healing that they could have. But 
I really felt unequipped. <laughs> so I reached out to my best friend, um, Fred. <laughs> she was first attending IBC and she would call me every now and then just to encourage me while being out there. And so finally she was like, you know, you should start at IBC. And so after praying about it, I really felt the Lord calling me to IBC because of that deep burden for my people. And so then I finally attended, um, not having have worked ever in my life and had no money. And, but yet the Lord just definitely provided through, um, my years at IBC and yeah. And so, and then being faithfully, um, to what he has called me as a student. Um, and however, I had spent the whole four years kind of cramming everything in and like you know being an IBC student is definitely busy and with ministry with pouring in um and with work at the same time that I really felt like I needed a break from ministry in general so I did and um eventually the Lord laid IBC back on my heart and um yeah, it's kind of in a journey, but yeah, I came back. <laughs> so this was after you had graduated from IBC? <clears throat> so how long has it been since you've uh, been back? I've I've graduated in 17, so it's been about three, four years? About four years. Yeah, until I officially became on staff as uh, I'm disciple in di- discipleship, uh, mentoring second year, and also helping in the business office. Funny story that, you know, my first plan was to be a business administrative, and now seeing that being in use. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's interesting. And then you came back with a husband? <laughs> a friend. <laughs> oh, I, I needed my bills paid. <laughs> oh, wow. I need food. <laughs> um, so what about you, Luke? Um, what kind of led you? I mean, besides Tina, what, <laughs> what led you to IBC? <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, um, I grew up um, grew up down the Hilo area that's um, south of Phoenix. And being down there, like I grew up in the church, grew up in my family, grew up family-run church. But there was just a huge generational gap, and I just felt like um, it was, I was just hanging out with a bunch of elders and I was the, I was the youth minister. I was the choir director. I was the deacon and, um, it just felt really weird and it felt really off. Um, and I knew something was missing. And when I came up here to school at NAU, um, I came up with a ministry, um, called One Tribe and that's where I really, um, honestly found everything that I was looking for. I think that first moment in worship just like around a bunch of native people my age um and from similar backgrounds man just being in that first worship session it just so overwhelmed me it just took me and I just honestly I just fell in love with the ministry and I've been involved in ministry in some way more form uh, through run tribe and through local churches pretty much ever since then and man it's just been such a journey um really learning, growing, failing. Um, and um, he's just been super faithful. And I think that in 
um, him kind of showing me all the things that I was searching for in my younger days um, has definitely shown a lot of his faithfulness. And and then while serving, um, I met Tina. Um, we had Aww. been in the <laughs> we had Aww. been in the same circles for years and not really knowing. I mean, you know, I was one of um, my brother in law, her brother in law, um, um, one of his groomsmen, and her sister that he was marrying. Um, she was a bridesmaid, so it's funny. <laughs> like after all those years, you know, <laughs> um, it wasn't until she came on to one tribe that it really that we finally started talking. Mm. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of leads me into uh, my next question, which is, how did you guys meet? Well, you kind of already said that, but like... <laughs> my bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but, uh, so you guys are married now, so when did when did you guys get married? Uh, we got married last year in June, um, but we were dating for a year before that, and we also were a year before that in ministry together. Um, honestly, it was how much chairs he could grab. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Chair game <is> strong. <laughs> <coughs> um, and I was like, okay, he can lift. <laughs> wow, he's carrying four chairs at the same time. <laughs> Not only the Lord. No, <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I think I've... Um, Going into this ministry, definitely, you know, I was at a point in my life that I was just <laughs> enjoying my contentment with the Lord and not really looking for any relationship at all. And but seeing, you know, um, Luke's, uh, I guess his servanthood, um, his serving heart and his commitment to the church and commitment commitment to the ministry definitely was something that um, caught my attention. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was it was nice to see that um, grow in our ministry now. Um, well, for me, it, it was more so like I was <clears throat> just serving in ministry and for doing it for so long. Um, I. Um, always like to be for one tribe um we provided a community for native students who were like coming to college and coming from the res coming from areas mm -hmm. where there's such a huge culture shock like all of a sudden there's deadlines there's all this other stuff mm -hmm. and like our purpose was to provide a place where they were could feel like home mm -hmm. and like i always and part of that i always just enjoy cooking for people and that's something that i really just enjoy doing providing home-cooked meals providing um you know, stews and everything else, just really, like, just to provide that piece of home here mm -hmm. and to give them something to connect with and to stay and just encourage them to keep going. And for doing that for so long and um, my contentment and my singleness kind of got thinner and thinner and thinner. <laughs> and it wasn't until, um, you know, but it, honestly what spoke to me is just seeing how the way that Tina cared for people and um, especially that the first um, time that she really... Um, volunteered to help me with food you know i got i got so used to doing everything by myself like made the fry bread <laughs> <tea>. <laughs> honestly it was really hard to let go of that part of the control but hmm. you know just seeing how see it seeing tina feel that uh, see that need and just really kind of like stepping up and like just really honestly that was the beginnings of me learning how to trust i guess you know and um yeah it, it ever since then it just feels like we've just been 
cruising. <laughs> Doing you're ministry. Like, you're like, Lord, give me some money. <laughs> Yeah, it really was like that. No, um, you're like, Lord, give me someone to cook for. <laughs> <laughs> that too? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, I actually kind of wanted to touch on that too because when I first came here, I the first church I went to was One Tribe when you guys were still down the street mm-hmm. from here. Um, I really liked it because I was surrounded by a lot of Native believers. And like when you first come here, um, you're trying to find a church, you know, you're trying to like <clears throat> dip your toes in different churches. Um, and to be honest, like a lot of the churches around here are very, um, uh, they're, they're very <laughs> like non, they're very non-native. Yeah. So then I didn't really feel like, um, so coming like to IBC where everyone's native, obviously, and then, like, going to a church where it's not as much. It was very it was very hard. Um, but I really did. That's what drew me to One Tribe, too, for a bit, was that feeling of, that, like, I'm welcome there. And, like, um, you know, I'm on my peeps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're home. Yeah, yeah, it really speaks a lot, especially when you're in someplace new and you're exploring. And I think um, being a believer and stepping into that place of, like, oh, these are people like me who are kind of striving after the same thing. I think that really speaks out. Like that speaks a lot. Mm-hmm. And definitely see it here at IBC too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, so, how has mar- the married life <laughs> been for you guys? Uh, Be honest. Terrible. Oh, <laughs> Just kidding. Wow. He's like, no, you're right. <laughs> no comment. No, no, no. <laughs> I played the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's well it definitely has its challenges as being we're all I mean we've only been married for eight months known each other for two years and, I think. yeah and it, it almost seems a short time by the same time it also feels like we um definitely got to really know each other <laughs> mm. um and I think COVID definitely um plays a big part in that you know with the scarce of it and, um, you know, family members and, you know, just experiencing the, the fears, the worries, the anxiety of it. And I think that really helped us to see, you know, um, each other's side mm-hmm. <laughs> and when we are feeling scared or nervous or, um, but so far I, I don't know, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I mean, being home with the, I mean, for a long time, I've always had roommates that I'm not very much pleased with. Just kidding. <laughs> I was I was gonna ask that. Like how how was did you guys uh, were you guys in lockdown together or like oh, when no. COVID hit? Like oh. how was that? <laughs> I think we we're supposed to. <laughs> Just kidding. We weren't married. <laughs> yeah, we weren't married, so we didn't live with each other. <laughs> um, but there was a time that both our roommates were exposed and were tested positive. And um, luckily his mom had a three bedroom. And so we had separate rooms, but we were still in the same space. And so just being careful also as well. But mm-hmm. it was, it, it's a lot better now. Like if, you know, one of us is exposed, then we get to quarantine together mm-hmm. in the same house, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that's such a big relief because, mm-hmm. Because now we're like, oh, you know, you can't come over now or 
You gotta stay six feet apart. <laughs> well, there was that one time that you did have that scare and mm-hmm. through through your work and that was kind of tough just because I felt like we were still um, figuring out a lot, a lot of things and it was kind of hard to kind of like um, have that distance and there was a point where like we would cook dinner and um, like you would be at the one end of the truck, I'd be at the under the other end of the oh. truck. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, just having those dinners outside and yeah, yeah, that was hard. I and learning that my love language was touch and mm. and we did even like. Like, he really did keep six feet away, and I was, like, really sad. Yeah. I, had a, I, had a, I had a stick, and I was just kind of brushing my hair with it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I love you, too. Yeah. And I was like, get that out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> just love me. Just <laughs> yeah, so. Um, but, yeah, but now that we're in the same home and sharing the same space, and it's definitely been, like, a really good roommate slash friendship slash um, lover. (laughs) (laughs) Friend. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, it's definitely been super helpful. He's been encouraging and, um, and, and there's a lot of ways like things that you can hide from your roommates, things you can, Mm -hmm. you know, surface from your family, but, when it's your spouse, it's you really can't hide those things. And mm-hmm. I think that was a definitely a challenge for me because something we have to really work on is communicating. And even though I thought I was a really good communicator, but no, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> well, like even like I think the biggest challenge for us was like um, letting go of the single mindedness. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I think when you are single, you have like, OK, I'm going to do this, this and this. You have these plans for your day. And then when you include your spouse in it, you think you can still do that. Um, but, you know, it's not really taking in consideration, you know, your spouse's feelings, um, you know, what they got going on, like their kind of day. And so you're really making the decisions by yourself. And that's not good for mm-hmm. um, some people who are trying to build a life together. And I think that's something that I definitely had to really kind of reframe Um that we are a team and we are working as partners. And so, um, honestly, it was really letting that go mm. and really kind of like, okay, um, just communicating, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That was the biggest challenge for me, and it's still a process, obviously. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. So it's pushing forward that friend, friendness. Just kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just kidding. No, it's um. taking me in a box over here. <laughs> um so you guys like so tina you're in full-time ministry would you say you are yes i am (laughs) um so luke would you say you're in full-time ministry as well or um no i mean outside of our marriage no (laughs) oh yeah outside of marriage no (laughs) i mean it's true i think that uh being in one tribe i was working full-time and then also um, I guess it's called a pair ministry where like, you know, like we would still meet up with the student leaders with the students. And so um, going from that to just really focusing on our marriage, mm-hmm. um, I guess you could say, you know, I guess it is like a full time ministry, you know, mm-hmm. and then just really supporting where I can um, uh, when my schedule allows it. Like um, when we did the kickoff camp out, you know, cooking dinners and just really trying to again, just like I did with um with one tribe, just trying to provide that, mm-hmm. you know, don't worry about it. You're going to get a good meal, you know, mm-hmm. taking, taking care of people that way. 
Hmm. So, <clears throat> Tina, you came to IBC la- this year, right? Yes, the so, beginning of this year. Yes. So you actually moved on campus. You both live on campus. Um, how has that transition been? <laughs> um, it's been cool. <laughs> it's been great. <clears throat> I think. Oh, we have Polly Burtos. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, it's like, Calling a burrito order, wake up, get up, get over there. Literally your neighbor. <laughs> just open the window sometimes. It's carne asada just drifting Ew. through the window. Oh, that grease. <laughs> we have a string attached and so they just glide zip it line. over. Yep, a zip line. <laughs> Breakfast is ready. <laughs> Gross. Um, it's been It's been great. I mean, I think that we... Definitely felt like that was the Lord's providing, especially that just the economy has just uh, has been crazy and trying to get a house. And we have like my sister who's been married for, you know, seven years and have been trying to get a house. And, you know, it's just it's just crazy. And so like that was a huge thing as we prayed about going on to staff was, you know, Lord, it's definitely going to take a lot of sacrifice because right now. Half of my work is volunteer, like I'm not getting paid for it. And then the other half is like whenever I'm doing business office work, it is being paid. I am getting paid for that. So just seeing how much like my paycheck, you know, can't fulfill the renting or, you know, the housing in Flagstaff and, you know, with Luke's full time job that, you know, is just enough to cover, you know, what we can't afford now. And so it's been a blessing like for IBC to open up um, their doors. And I don't know, I always felt like IBC was my home, (laughs) my second home, because, you know, I was a student here for, you know, four years straight and I lived on campus during summer. And so it just felt like home already. So, um, so it was really cool having to live on campus now and um, watching everyone, you know, do their prayer walks and (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) It's the second time they went around. Hey, <laughs> um, so leave, leave Jesus some room for Jesus. <laughs> Just I think even like when we were like looking for a place to stay too, I think um, honestly, I really feel like it was God who kind of like put this on our put this on our plate. And I think that kind of me being <clears> in my <throat> position and then Tina, you know, leaving um, her job, I think it, we just really had to surrender that to the Lord. And honestly, just really provided for a place for us to go and to serve, really. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost, it's a it's a blessing um, in two ways where, one, you know, we're able to afford and to do ministry. But then also, you know, we're right there. You know, we're mm-hmm. able to do that ministry. And um, it's, 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 it's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you guys have kind of mentioned like your transition from like singleness to being in a relationship to being married to coming to IBC with like that's a lot of change. Um, So like and I'm pretty sure that puts some stress like on a relationship. So how do you guys like navigate those hard times? Um, Yeah. I think. Well, the first few months was definitely hard because it was unwise to having to jump right into a master's class. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that would take that definitely took a toll um, because it was like already a full day, and then having to worry about homework in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then with Luke's schedule, like having to work like 2 a.m. and which he had to like go to bed like 7 p.m. And so that only gives us like two hours like to just, you know, have dinner and to just make that time for each other. And I, you know, for a while we were, um, I think our relationship was kind of suffering Mm -hmm. and we didn't really see that and realize it, you know, um, and of course there are people in our lives who have, you know, said like, you guys should chill out, (laughs) you know, but, um, but it was until, um, at the end of the semester that I just felt really drained and, and I, and, you know, seeing that God was like telling us you should, you know, focus on, you know, this ministry first. (laughs) And I think that was something that I had to, um, submit to and to realize that this relationship is important and um but I think in those times it really came back to our relationship with God Mm -hmm. and um because whenever I was pouring into you know either the mentors uh you know those I'm mentoring or um you know just being here at IBC like I'm pouring in into these lives but yet if there's nothing being poured into me then you know, it's going to affect that relationship. So, um, so yeah, I definitely had to really, really go back to our relationship with God, how we are with him, how we spent time with him, um, and what that really looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I think, <clears throat> I think it's a, both a blessing and a curse when, um, I feel like you, Tina, and then me, myself, I think like we can definitely be just real workhorses. Mm-hmm. And so in that time when you were doing, um, ministry and you were doing um, your master's work I think that was really tough because we were just like okay we're gonna get this done head down just cruise through it mm-hmm. and I feel like we um, we're just doing that we were just going off our own steam and like we would get weekends away and like we would feel a little bit better but then we just immediately just keep going mm-hmm. um, and I think that it wasn't until you kind of really got to the end that you were like okay you know we should take a step back and honestly it's really been a huge relief because I feel like now we're starting to really lay down those foundations, you know, otherwise that we had, you know, just put to the side. Um, and we're just really doing that just laying down those foundations mm-hmm. and creating those memories and just really getting to know each other, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, and I think it's unfortunate. I mean, uh, we went into it, you know, in full surrender, but you know, maybe not the wisest, you know? Yeah. Mm. Agreed. <laughs> But still, in those times, he was super encouraging. And there was times where, like, I would doubt that what I'm doing, uh, you know, what where I'm at or, you know. I, there was just always times of discouragement and doubt. But, like, I feel like I appreciate Luke, like, always coming in and reminding me, like, hey, you know, we, we know that the Lord called us here. And, you know, kind of that encouragement and uh, you know, lifting me up, too. And so I think that... None of those hard times we have to recognize when we have to say no to things or um, recognize when we need to really step back and to just chill out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's kind of like self-care. Like yeah. But we think Relationship care. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> relationship care. We care. We care. We yeah. care. <laughs> I, think the, I think one thing I really uh, appreciated about uh, during that time was like Luke already always asked me, you know, how is your heart? Instead of like, you know, hey, how are you? You know, because it can, it can sometimes become more of a um, 
kind of, I guess a callous kind of a question because then you can automatically say, answer that question. But for him to be like, you know, no, how is your heart? Then you have to stop and pause and like, where is my heart? <laughs> where am I at? <laughs> so, yeah. That's great. <clears throat> um, what, do you guys have any advice for either the listeners who um, are in ministry in a relationship or either are just in ministry, like in ministry in general, whether or not they're in a relationship or not? I would say your relationship with God <laughs> um, and your identity is mm-hmm. definitely a huge thing. Um, as a single person for 20, I didn't meet you until I was 26, 27, 26. Yeah, for 26 years. And so like I've, I, I got saved when I was like 15 so it was like a good chunk of my life that I was in um, ministry, walking with the Lord, and um, and in my singleness. <laughs> and I think one thing is definitely your identity, being secure in who God says who you are, and um, you know claiming that for yourself. Because you know, as much as you desire a relationship, and um, or even going into ministry, like you're going to always be hit with lies and you're always Mm -hmm. going to get hit with insecurities, with, um, you know, temptations and, um, but being grounded in, um, your foundation first is, you know, you have to have that time with the Lord and, you know, (coughs) and, you know, just, um, uh, yeah, I think that's definitely important. Because even as a single, as, even as a married person, it does hit you, you know, mm-hmm. just because you're married. Oh, you have someone special in your life, but still, like, you're still going to hit with your insecurities. And mm-hmm. and when you do, you have to understand that, you know, that person is just as broken as you are. And, you know, knowing that he needs Jesus as much as I do. And, you know, that's kind of a huge part about it. And honestly, I think that's the part that really kind of <laughs> saved us is that understanding that we... Um, are both equally broken and just recognizing the fact that we do need Jesus um, because if we didn't have those same goals and we eat both carrying our brokenness into this relationship, I don't think that it honestly it would work um, because, you know, we have expectations, we have standards, you know, as much as we try to let those go coming into the relationship, we still have them. And um, I think um, just recognizing how much um, God is that great equilibrium um, meaning that, you know, he's the one that balances out, you know, and makes us equal and we can come together and we can, knowing that we have the same goal and purpose in mind to serve and love, um, this almighty God. Um, yeah, I think that's the part that really brings us together because if we didn't have that and we were going at it and my brokenness was your brokenness and leads to more brokenness. And it's just, you think you, you think you leave those things behind you when you, um, come out of that singleness, but you really don't. It almost almost magnifies and multiplies um, because if I have a certain understanding, but you have a different definition, um, those two some really clash. don't meet me and clash. Yeah, and then but you know factoring in Jesus, it's like um, 
we all just need Jesus. <laughs> and I mean, ultimately, that's that's yeah. what we're coming down to. Yeah. Um, because, you know, with that, you know, you know, OK, God says this about me. God says this about you. And just really covering each other in those prayers and those mm-hmm. prayers and those words and those encouragements and mm-hmm. reminding of us of our, of our identity and our purpose, you know, and our calling, mm-hmm. you know, and just knowing that when things kind of get shaky around us, like, no, we are taken care of. I yeah. think ultimately that's what um, is our fuel and mm-hmm. keeps us together. Yes. And I think the other part is communicate, communicate, mm. communicate. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> For and real. It's like. IBC's motto <clears throat> and I think it's definitely a huge thing for for uh you know in any ministries you know if there's a lot of unexpected uncommunicated expectations and when that's not being communicated then they both clash and they're mm-hmm. you know some person's perceiving it something differently and you're you know trying not to communicate that way your intentions aren't meeting up with their perceptions and so definitely communicating clears that up. Um, and I would suggest, you know, if there's some healing that needs to take place too, you know, mm-hmm. as um, as either in, you know, ministry or being in a relationship, um, you know, if there are some things that you haven't really faced and the Lord is showing you, I would encourage you, you know, to seek some healing out. Um whether that's with your church, whether that's through counseling <clears throat> or whatever, you know, it some t- sort of healing because it's definitely going to um, create a lot of walls for you in the long run with any relationship. And um, and that's that's the thing like with us natives is that we we don't talk about these things. We don't talk about our pain and are suffering and I think it's a huge thing that needs to break because you know Luke grew up with you know parents and you know paying from that and then I grew up with barely any parents and you know having to accept him you know for a long time I always downed and um I always wanted to put men down and so like I wouldn't have you know worked this relationship wouldn't have worked if I didn't go through my healing and that was healing because I didn't have a father and accepting that through, um, you know, accepting Jesus as my father. And so now I, I can see Luke as, you know, he's just he, a man who's just as broken as me and also someone that I can support and help and, um, encourage to, and, you know, not someone that I can, you know, put down or, you know, cause my old self, I think I would have definitely done that. So definitely try to seek out some healing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my two cents. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just wanted to thank you guys for coming on and mm-hmm. um, talking about the hardships and <laughs> Sorry. hardship check. <laughs> Come on, Nez, I'm waiting. Please. Just kidding. If you're out there, um, Nez, it's your girl, Tree. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, Tree Lassie Luna. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, but for real, just, yeah, the the hardships and the the good times um, and how you guys navigate that as a Native couple in ministry. Um, and you guys are an encouragement to me, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other people, too. Um, so, yeah. I I just want to thank you guys for coming on. Yeah. 
I definitely enjoyed it. And and like I said, we're only eight months into this, and there are thou- like more couples out there I can think of who definitely have a lot more wisdom. <laughs> um, we're just figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, we're just now figuring it out. <laughs> it's definitely a transition, but... I think one thing my mentor said, you know, she was my, it's funny because she was my mentor during my singleness and now as a married person. And one thing was just like for her to encourage me that, you know, we don't have to have it all figured out. And, you know, she was encouraging herself because she's like, you know, I've been married for 10 years and I'm still figuring out some things. And so even that's a comfort that, you know, just because you come to, you know, being married it's you're not going to all figure it out all this, you know, all of this, all the same time. And, and that's okay. And I think the important part is also seeking out, um, older mentors and, um, more experienced (laughs) mentors who are willing to, you know, share with you the struggles or, um, you know, just the different things that come about marriage. So yeah, it's been pretty fun and happy to help. And hopefully this encourages others to, want to get married and not (laughs) 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 please make those friends officials (laughs) just kidding (laughs) and please stop taking food out for him just tell him to come inside (laughs) 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 Um, don't say you have kids with your friend just kidding (laughs) just kidding But yeah, thanks for inviting us. It was fun. And yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hope to have you guys back on again soon, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> or just across the street. Unless you have any questions. So we'll holler. Yeah. If any questions out there too? I mean, <clears throat> definitely open to talk about other things. You have questions about, you know, whether in a relationship or ministry or um yeah, we're open to sharing our wisdom. <laughs> or lack of yeah and i think like as always um our hope team instagram and facebook is always open to you guys and you guys know that (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so thank you guys for tuning in and hopefully we'll see you again next week (laughs) yeah (laughs) waiting for my hardship